Hi, Josh. <laughs> Josh, you wearing what it do, boo? True. I dig your weirdness. I want some more of it. I want to see more of it. I want to feel more of it. Oh my god. Welcome to the Josh Waring podcast. We appreciate you listening. Merci. Welcome back to another live episode of SMVW, excuse me, SMV Radio. Wow, SM, I was like thinking about SWV for a second. <laughs> I have no idea why, but welcome back, everyone. We have a fantastic show designed for everyone. It's going to be a lot of fun. And our first guest that we have up, of course, Big Mike in the building. What up, brother Mike? Yo, yo, what's up, Josh? How you doing, brother? I'm doing great, sir. Glad to have you back on the platform. We appreciate it. How you doing, sir? How's everything been? Uh, everything's good with me. You know, can't complain. Went to the shop today to see our boy and stuff like that. So it's been a good day. Absolutely. Did you actually know that KG started going to jazz as well? I did. He asked me about. Oh, Big Mike, this is a heads up. You uh, accidentally muted yourself. I don't know how. Am I good now? Yes, sir. Uh, he actually asked me about KG to see was he a good guy one day or whatever like that before he went there. So I'm like, hey, cool. Absolutely. Fantastic person. And the next person I know who's our guest because of KG is our boy, Luke and Bill's amazing artist. So what up, Lou? How you doing, sir? What's going on? Nice to join the show again. See that you back on back on it again. So, of course, man, happy to be here, of course. Absolutely. Mike, what's up, B? Hey, what's up, brother? All right, all right. So what you got in the background there, Lil? What what piece of artwork is that? Um, yeah, this was one of my this is my um my cash one of my cash flow designs from one of my shirts and all that. So that was my cash flow design with the money drips coming out the pipe. So yeah, that's just one of that's just one of many, as you already know. Absolutely. I'll be getting one on the wall soon. That's that's definitely a goal right there. <laughs> That's dope. Can't wait to see it up there. Yes, sir. So, gentlemen, one of our first topics is do women objectify themselves? And when I think about this questions, I can hear, you know, the some ladies, not all, because some ladies do speak facts, thankfully. Right. But some ladies will be upset with the question, with the notion. And I feel like beauty is such a common thing. Right. Because. Speaking as a person who has been blessed to explore the world and, you know, being completely transparent and at times I've gallivanted around the world as well. Right. So, in fact, you you often see times you'll see 
ladies that you haven't even imagined yet, which is an incredible it's, it's an incredible sensation to behold as a young man as you're growing as you're developing. You think uh, in one mindset, and then you travel the world and you're you introduce yourself to new cultures and you see new people, and then it expands your horizons. But I think it's a very important thing for young men growing up. So. And once you conversate with ladies who aren't around the people you're normally around, you see that they're in tune with nature more so than some ladies in our country, unfortunately, right? And things like being submissive, being pleasant and intuitive with their feminine sexuality with an attractive gentleman in their presence. It's that simple, right? There's no, you know, me too, anything like that. This is just being natural in each other's presence, which I think is incredibly important. Yeah, we can hear you, Mike. All right, just make sure. <laughs> right, so... I say all that to say, when beauty is common, women will behave in a certain way to separate themselves from other ladies in order to get their satisfactory amount of male attention. Of course, personality can do this, sure. However, in terms of demographics, let's say... Women can have opposite personalities whilst being quite similar, let's say in their habits, how they get attention. Something that can be described this term would be female nature, you know, for example. And it is. Is incredibly, incredibly feminine and natural for ladies to arouse. Masculine intrigue and get attention with their physique, and I, I would say objectifying is you know objectifying is a conscious and strategic way of accomplishing this right so i think a a niche demographic of this concept would be major cities anywhere in the world it is part of the modern woman lifestyle for young ladies of exceptional beauty to live in the major cities where the, where they have the highest potential of attracting uh, attracting the attention of a gentleman of immense SMV, so, you know, sexual marketplace value, especially if that young lady is in her prime. So, gentlemen, when you think about this term, you know, do women objectify themselves, this question, what do you guys think about that? Go ahead, Luke. Can you hear me? Who might have froze. He might, he might be stuck. Okay, so... I think he is stuck. Actually, um, so um, I mean, um, now are you just basing off like, are you asking like, you know, uh, how they dress or things they do to attract males or stuff like that? Uh, both. Okay. <laughs> um, I think I think some do, and I think some do knowingly as well and stuff like that um, to get uh, the attention of the opposite sex. Um, I think, um, you know, you, you'll see things like if a girl might be, um, a woman might be dressed in a certain way, let's say if her friend's there helping her and you'll see like, you know, a girl, that's a little bit too conservative, show a little bit more skin, you know, entice them more, or, you know, you're looking to go out to a certain place or catch somebody. So why not? Why are you dressing like a nun? You know, you, right. you hear those things happen, you know, frequently and frequent, um, situations and stuff like that so and i think and and, and with that being said it could it, that also makes me think it could be just trying to um 
you know, kind of peer pressure, keep up with the Joneses and stuff like that as well. Like, you know, thinking that, yo, I have to show off more or as much as all the other girls in the club or the party or the, or the dinner, because if not, then I won't get the attention of that guy. Same thing if you trickle it down to, let's say, social media, mm-hmm. right, on their pages and stuff like that. So it's a constant one-upmanship of who can show more, twerk better, dance whatever this and that and stuff like that so it gets to a point where it's just objectification throughout the whole process there absolutely that's very well said miguel and oftentimes i get confused because ladies will get upset when the men objectify them but i'm like you're kind of objectifying yourself so it reminds me of dj Khaled, like you're playing yourself because you're putting yourself in that situation to be objectified what do you think about it brother lou well, I think it, you can. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. I can hear you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm looking like I got a little freezing issue going on here. Um, but, uh, but yeah. So at the end of the, like Mike touched on, it's a little bit of competition going on, and but I think it also comes from the overall. I think the the uh, uh, the objectification comes from the top. So what are the top women mm. in the society doing? Mm-hmm. If the top women, y'all said my dad. Oh yeah, the the top women. The, well, like, what are they doing? They're gonna uh, do uh, success models, right? Model success. Yeah. Or to piggyback, because uh, I know he froze a little bit. The top, let's say, percentile of. Um, you know, people who have uh, most more followers on these um, mm. on these pages and stuff like that, right? So, what are they doing to create that buzz that they're doing? And they look at that and say, maybe I need to do that too. Just like when a, a woman who says, "I'm in the top three percentile of OnlyFans," right, on her page or whatever like that. Same thing. It's like, well, what is she doing? Blah blah blah. And that goes back to my peer pressure and you know, feel like you got to keep up with people atmosphere. However, I think the mistake though in that. Um, is feeling as if that's the only way to attract a certain male and whatnot. If that's what they're, you know, if that's what they're looking to do. Absolutely. And Claude this as ladies only get upset if it's the wrong man objectifying them. True. She, so she's mad. It, so if she's mad, he's got to look in the mirror. Just saying that. Yeah, that's completely fair. That's fair, but isn't that selective morality though? Oh, same time? a thousand percent. I'm glad you uh, harped <laughs> on that, Miguel. That is a, an, no. an abundance of selective morality. Right. So so the right guy can say whatever he wants to her or whatever like that. Like that's not that's you know, you can't you can't have it both ways or whatever. If it's objectifying, that's just what it is, whether he's the right guy or the wrong guy, stuff like that. And I think and I also think there's levels, you know. What I mean, it's it's one way to just, you know, say certain things very coy and, and flirtatious and to be like Damn, you know, whatever, you know, I mean, you, you can say things differently that there's levels to objectification, I guess. You know. Definitely. Go ahead, Brother Lou. Uh, yeah, man, my bad about that. Um, So, yeah, so like I was saying, so it, it kind of, I kind of probably missed the part, uh, part so probably touched on it. So it kind of comes down to also, like I was saying, from uh, the main women that the women already see. So if the top women get attention from wearing a certain thing then it's going to trickle down to the to the women on our level as well so so that's why you kind of see that every woman kind of looks the same right mm-hmm. when they dress up put on their eyelashes it's almost like you can't distinguish one from the other because they're getting 
they're getting the same main theme from the same from the from the from the ones at the top saying this is how it should be and this is how it should look and this is how success looks for you. So at the same time, it's 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 always it's always it's always media driven somehow. You know what I'm saying? So it's almost what they put in front of you and what gains attention is what you're gonna see on a lower level as as you move up the scale or down the scale. Word, I could definitely see that. And Clodis says, no, the thirst trap ain't for him. If you're fishing for bluefin tuna and you catch a sardine, you ain't going to eat that ish. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lie. That's yeah. a lie. I, I, I was about to say, I I, I, it would depend on uh, how ripe that uh, that uh, sardine is or the person eating that. If they on if they on death's door and they need to eat, they're going to eat that. Yeah, for, for real, and you see, a, and you see a lot, you see a lot of people with the sardines, right? So a lot of people go Each. out with the, they go catch the, the blue, the blue lobster, or whatever the case may be, right? <laughs> but then they realize, hold up, I don't have the right equipment to catch the blue lobster, so they end up selling with the sardine. And that's how it works sometimes. Absolutely, and as a, you know, as a guy, if we. If we're more honest with women, I think that also helps as well, because sometimes you'll have a a male with an incredibly high SMV value, right? Like incredibly high in that in that same percentage as that same percentile as those ladies who are the most sought after. Right. Mm -hmm. So sometimes that gentleman will simply just smash and pass one of these other ladies who think their level is that high when it's not. So it, it often inflates their ego and essentially they become delusional because they think like oh wait i can actually attract this male but it's a difference when dudes are just smashing and passing and it's a completely different conversation when you're talking about what it actually takes to keep a man especially of that status so you're saying we should be more honest about what they actually mean to us or what they are yes okay because i would say a lot of uh ladies defense mechanisms comes from this aspect because they'll be like, oh, I, I can I can do X, Y, and Z. I can, I mean, and it's ridiculous. They can take someone who's normal, who's probably at their level, and as Kevin Samuels would say, and shout out to him, that they they would be look, looking down upon that young uh, that young man and be like, oh, I'm settling. Like I can do better. I've done better. Like <laughs> I, I smash better. But that it doesn't equate because at times, you know, if you just if you have one of those evenings. And you have and you have to make one of those calls like, hey, come over for X, Y and Z. That doesn't have anything to do with the relationship, let alone a serious long term relationship. No, I agree. A guy will see, a, you know, even being young, you'll see a girl or a woman or whatever. And you'll quickly say, no, I definitely would smash that. You know, that's something that guys say all day, every day. But that doesn't equate to, like you said, long term relationships or, you know, leading to engagements or marriages and stuff like that so i agree maybe i don't know how we would do it but maybe they need to get more 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 be more aware of that looking that way doesn't mean he will necessarily wife you quote unquote um besides just smash but it depends on what they're looking for but if they're looking for more then that's probably not the best way to go i think i was listening i think you said in one of our chats josh the one uh, when G Herbo was talking on the podcast, he was saying that, you know, all the chicks on Instagram dressing and looking a certain way, those are not the ones that we're trying to wipe. Those are the ones we're just trying to one and done and smash, stuff like that. So I think uh, I think that's important. You're right. But in, but in all reality, though, right, so 
So I know you saying a guy that might have a, a high SMV, he might like lower his standards in, in, in some cases. Temporarily, but, yes. But in some cases, right, the best the best women you're gonna meet are gonna be fives and sixes, right? They're not gonna okay. say eights and nines. So so if you look at an eight and nine, it's kinda it's 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 a lot of work in a sense. So when you look at the the gentlemen that are getting like what they call submission or their woman, usually they ain't that five or six range. They're not super bad, super cute. They not they just they're just right there, like a, a, a little touch here and there. They'll be an eight. They got the potential. Hmm. So mm-hmm. in a sense, in a sense, even even a guy, even a guy with high SMV still wants the same thing as a guy that doesn't have SMV. He still wants that niceness out of a woman. He still needs that smile out of a woman. Now, if he if he can't get that out of an eight, he's gonna get it from where he could get it from. It doesn't matter what what he looks like. He's just worrying about what he can get. But for to to give him that peace of mind, you know. So, and a lot of times you're gonna get that peace of mind out of that five. That eight is gonna drive you crazy up the wall. You know what I'm saying? So, I guess it's just, it, it all balances out. Yeah, I like that. That's a pretty. That's I didn't even thought of it that way. But that's actually pretty genius what you just said, and it makes uh, a whole lot of sense because when you get to eight and nine, their perspective of who they are is so high. They're less likely to be that submissive that you're talking about because they're looking at it like, you know who I am, you know what I look like, and they're in their mind anyway, stuff like that. So I, I do, and I've been with someone like that, so I know what you're talking about. So I definitely get that. That's, that's pretty. That's pretty smart. Absolutely, that's so incredibly wise, brother Lou. Thank you for that. Yeah. So you see, like a guy like Tiger Woods, and people be like, how you end up with a waitress, right? He could pick any woman in the world. He ends up with a waitress. Well. That waitress is is in awe of him. When he speaks, she's like, he's talking about stuff she never heard about. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to an eight who's been shown everything, a nine, you can't bring her to a restaurant. She's been there with the other two dudes before, you know, and you can't really impress upon her or impress her anyway or impress or impress upon her your thoughts and your ideas. Meanwhile, that, that woman that who thinks in her mind she's below you, she's all ears. She's like, I never, I never heard of such a yacht. You know what I'm saying? I never heard of such a place. You know what I'm saying? And that kind of, in a sense, men want to always be like in a teaching and we want to feel like, hey, we're showing our woman something that she never saw before, right? So I guess you get that out of those fives and those fours sometimes. Absolutely. It's definitely an aspect of mentorship that is key for a man, you know, choosing a lady to be with, right? Because that's that's key because... Again, that I would say it would add to uh, to the average gentleman or even high, especially the high value gentleman. Right. The SM, gentleman with the high SMV, if they're going to ha- constantly have to deal with them, that's not going to be a pleasant experience. Right. Because you want to have peace in your life. You don't want to have all this drama and things like that. And usually the uh, more attractive the lady is, the more drama she does you know, come with. So there's a you know, there's that saying that you know, any woman that you don't have to pay for is going to be the most expensive. And that's usually the case with the, with the higher, you know, the higher, uh, the higher, more attractive ladies. However, if you're able to find that one who has a blend of both in a very prominent way, that's usually when men tend to, you know, uh, will cut everyone off. 
Yeah, I agree with that too. If you can find like a nice seven <laughs> or whatever mm. that can like you know get towards that eight, but don't feel like she's a ten or whatever, but also doesn't look like a three. I think you got like Josh said, a good blend of both. You know, we're pretty good. Absolutely, so. and un- and unfortunately, and before you go, Lou, unfortunately, it's like you have women who are fives pretending not pretending who actually believe that they're nines, and that's what's causing chaos in the in the matrix. What are you about to say, brother Lou? I just had a quick question. Have you ever saw this theory where you see you met a four and you start you start conversating or or communicating and she turns herself into like a seven. Right. And then you meet something like a seven, they start talking and turn themselves into a three. <laughs> now that concept yeah. is like, yeah. And then that's when you start realizing like, wait, you know what I'm saying? So back to the uh, objective on themselves, it goes back to that beauty skin deep at the end of the day, right? So as young men, we might put up with that because you know what? We're in the presence of somebody pretty or we just, and it's more, it's more like for your ego at that age. But the older you get, like Josh said, it's for your peace of mind. So, so you change your mentality. Also, when you meet them, you know, what you meet in a max, like, are they really what they present themselves to be? Like, what are they without the makeup or the, or the outfit, or you know, the hair, or whatever else they got going on, and stuff like that. So, really, what are they? What are they really, honestly? So, those numbers can be kind of blinding for guys, especially if they're meeting them in an outing or a club, or or they or they're DMing them from their Instagram page. All those pictures are professionally right. filtered. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's just a you know a little difference or whatever. On that, yeah, it's true. It's all about as you gentlemen are both saying brilliantly. It's all about understanding. Your worth, so absolutely know your worth, King. But also being aware of how society assigns value to different people, right? Because regardless, a lady can be one of the most beautiful women in the world, but if she is a, a brat and no one wants oh, to deal man. with that, it's a it's a waste of good looks. So it doesn't it really doesn't matter. And unfortunately, our our younger brothers don't always know this. So they'll still think they'll have to acquiesce and tolerate certain behavior just because of her appearance when that's not the case. But the question is that do we, not we meaning you and I, but we as men turn that beautiful woman into a brat because she's always told how beautiful she is from a very young age and stuff like that. Oh, I I certainly think so. I think society has a lot to do with their behavior, especially, you know, we, we live in the spooled princess era. So it's normal for most fathers, especially if they're present in their daughter's life, to treat them like a princess, you know, uh, spoil them, splash the cash, things like that. And then some ladies become accustomed to that lifestyle, and then they, they're often un, not in touch with the reality. Yeah, it's, uh, that's, I'm glad you said that because it definitely starts, like, with that. Like, we, we groom them from, from, from birth almost, like, but it's princess mentality and we really setting them up in life, right? Because if you look at the top CEOs of Fortune 500 companies, you're not going to see anybody like that, that you would describe even over a six, right? They're just, they're, they would be what you call average women or, or, or below average in some cases. Some guys would be like, I would never, but they're the CEOs. And because you know why? Because they, Every woman at a certain point hits a point where she realized that the doors could be open according to her beauty, right? And she sees what the beautiful, she sees what's deemed as beautiful and what the rewards are for that. Doors open, 
uh, they really don't have to work that hard, da-da-da-da-da. Meanwhile, they're the attractive one. No doors are opening, so they know they have to open their own doors. That's why you see it, like certain women in like high-powered positions, they're like real tough like that because they saw what this type of woman gets and what this type of woman gets. And, and subconsciously, they put themselves, they already rate themselves in different categories within their own, within their own community. Okay. And um, if you want to read close question there, I got, I got, I got thoughts on that. Okay. And absolutely brother Lou and close says some men never seen their woman without makeup or their weave thoughts on that. That is uh, not incredibly naive. <laughs> I, I think the relationship is lacking. If he never seen her without weaving makeup, I mean, what are they doing and whatnot? And, like, and, and uh, what is the laundry bill like? Because those pillowcases are getting messed up. Right. So she's never just coming over to hang out and watch a movie, you know, without weaving makeup or they're never going, you know, I don't know. Just I, I just feel like that they're, they're missing parts of the relationship if he's never seen her without that, me personally. I, I've heard a personal story, right? So I've heard a personal story uh, there was a there was a a wife that she used to wake up every morning before her husband before anybody to get dolled up right so her husband never really saw her that not dolled up side so I hear what you're saying but then I look at it from another side that's kind of total respect right so it's kind of total respect that your girl don't want you the man of her dreams to see her any less than what you know her as. So I looked at it from that aspect too. Like she, it, it, it looks kind of vain in her sense, but she's actually doing what her meal ticket is. Her meal ticket is her beauty. So the last thing she wants to do is, is let her husband see her, you know what I'm saying? It, it, what she would think is, is unattractive. Mm. So I, I get it in a sense, but I also see that that's kind of, that's kind of some respect as well. Right. So in a in a in a ideal world, I will only want to see my girl dogged up. Why do I want to see my girl in a headscarf? Why do I want why do I want to know her like that? You see what I'm saying? Uh so in a sense, I see it from both sides. Like, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of vain and naive. You never got to see your girl out of. But then on the other side, I look at it that maybe she respects the shit out of you and it's like, I'm not gonna allow him to see that side. I don't know. Yeah, I see it so total opposite. I see it as like to me, it's like you're hiding something, honestly. Mm. Like I want to see you in all lights. Um, you know, me personally. And 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 it's like um, you know, you gotta un un unmask the veil at some point, I feel like. And also I feel like that um like it, it brings us a little bit closer if you can, you know, let me behind the curtain at some point. Let me see what you look like, you know, if we just chilling with your hair scarf on and, and your glasses if you wear contacts and the, and the tank top and your hair in the ponytail or whatever like that. Like, it's cool if we're going now that we're going this and that, but just to be around the house you feel like you got to do that, I feel like that there's something you may be hiding or or you're not that comfortable with me yet or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like there's something missing to me personally. And there's also arguments of like cohabitation that kills things like that, right? So you being a woman, so me personally, I think cohabitation kills a relationship. That's okay. where you see. That's where you see like like couples start becoming almost like brother and sister, almost friends. Why? Because I I, I know what your bathroom regimen is. I see intricate details of your life. You see, what I'm saying mm. so. Oh, after a time, those things can start becoming unattractive, right? So. 
So there's there's incidences where, it, it, me personally, there's I don't there's some things I don't want to see from my woman at all, right? Because it it not because I'm 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 this type of person. It's because I know me mentally it might mess me up. Like if you ever like if you ever see your woman give birth, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying it's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing, but you I agree, KG. You go look at everything a little differently after <laughs> after a while. So sometimes, like I, I wanna, I, I want, I need my woman to keep that sexy on. You see what I'm saying? And that's to keep the to keep it. Yeah, you know, walk around the house with them high heels. Yeah, put that makeup on. Don't because the 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 other end of that uh, spectrum is you gonna get that bonnet. You gonna get that. You gonna get that mumu. You gonna get that. Uh, you gonna be like, hold on, what's going on? So, so but let me I, ask you a question. Well, 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 two things, Lou. I want to say. First of all, I um, I, on the cohabitation thing, I, I do think that is a turning point in relationships. Uh, we can either sink or swim. I agree with you there. I feel like that. You know, you don't really know if your future can be you know real until you cohabitate kind of because i feel like like you said there's so many things you don't and won't know unless you live together i don't care if you go over a couple times a week whatever you do but unless you actually live together there's a lot of things you will never ever know um but i, I get your point how about the other side of it yeah kg's right about that but <laughs> and how about the other side of that right yeah. so we're like if you see her in a regular space you know, let's say whatever, 50% of the time in the house, what you said with bonnet, whatever, stuff like that. Um, but how about the fact that when y'all do go out or when she do get dressed up, it just kind of makes you fall for her kind of like all over again or whatever. Like, wow, you know, I'm going to forget how beautiful you are. So like, like if you see it all the time, then do you get numb to it if she's just like that all the time, I guess? Uh, well, well, if we're speaking in a in a cohabitation type of thing, there's no way you're gonna be able to demand that all the time, right? So correct. So so again, I'm speaking from a, a, a guy at this level. I don't if I had to do everything over, my practice would be no cohabitation at all. Okay. You know what I'm all saying? Right. Even even if you're in a serious relationship, right? It could it sometimes it works in, in those situations in, in a case. Um but yeah if you if you again and that's what cohabitation does, right? You're gonna see either she's good all the time, or you're gonna see she's bad all the time. So, not cohabitation gives you that space that when y'all come together, that like like distance, whatever it says, this is make the heart grow fonder, or whatever the case may be. You gotta give yourself that distance to miss each other. You see what I'm saying? But either way, if you see her beautiful every day, you're gonna you're gonna be like you might you might get attracted the day she's not beautiful. But if you see her, it's 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 all balance. You know what I'm saying? Once you cohabitate. Right, but, yeah. but 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just to add, but but what happens in cohabitations is, I I know I'm probably jumping ahead, but comfortability happens after a mm-hmm. while. Mm-hmm. Then and then and then the brain. Remember, the brain wants to do what's easy, so it's easy to throw on sweats. It's easy to throw on the moon. Remember, we're trying to move easy here. And then again, you don't say anything about it, so you let it go. And then after a while, it's like now you can't say nothing about. You're not getting sexy for me. You kind of lost that window. So, hmm. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, that definitely a great point because I had a woman who I wanted to live with. It was short lived, but oddly, she was naked all the time, like all the time, or whatever, right? <laughs> like literally two in the afternoon, she was naked all the time, right? Right, right, right? And this sounds crazy coming from a guy, but at some point, I was like, 
yo, keep us on or whatever like that, right? Because I'm like, I, get it. Nope. I got numb to the nakedness or whatever, right? It was no longer spectacular anymore because I'm seeing it 24-7 and whatnot. So, you know what I mean? So, I mean, I guess it's, like I said, it sounded weird coming from it. Because she was like, but I don't understand. You want me naked? I was like, not 24-7. Like, you know what I'm saying? So. Or and KG said for those listening, by the way, the cheeks clap different when the bonnet is on, though, <laughs> which is facts, complete, complete facts. KG and Claude says, "Quick tip: take her out more. She's gonna get sexy more." So I actually have a question for you, gentlemen, on this one, because for me that it looks to for me it, it could also be viewed as you know women looking to objectify themselves for other men. Because, again, there's no reason why you can't get sexy at home, especially during the pandemic. You're going to have to be versatile and be able to be fluid with with situations because you can't always go out, especially now in this world that we're living in. So what do y'all what do y'all think about that? Because, you know, oftentimes if a if a girl is going to go out, she's going to put immense effort into looking her best. However, if it's just you being the audience and that isn't the case, what do y'all feel about that? Well, for one, a woman never gets dressed up to, to for a man. So that's where we got it kind of wrong. Anytime a woman gets dressed up, it's for other women. You understand? Mm, I've always so, said that. Yeah. So, so it's, it's, it, women never get dressed up for a man. So I don't, I don't even know where, how much further to go for that. So that's where I'll stop right there. No, I always agree with that, especially little things like we don't really care what kind of shoes you wear. Like <laughs> a lot of stuff that women do that, you know, it's um definitely for other women. So I agree with that. But to Josh's point, that's a big um thing, you know, like like that, because you feel like um as a man, you can feel like, well, dad, you're going all out when we go out or when I'm taking you to this party or to this event. But regularly we go to dinner even, go, we, you know, you don't do all this stuff like that. So it can make you feel like a little uh insecure like why you do all this for that but not for me um so uh i, I don't I, I don't know i have to ask a woman that you know what i mean but i do understand where you're coming from josh with that situation so absolutely yeah, I and i and i guess uh some guys can feel that way on you know if they see their lady on ig like she's putting, you know, putting out her best, but at home she does she only has sweats type of thing, like no lingerie. But you'll have like bikini photos and this and that, and painting that picture, creating that fantasy. But that fantasy is really a farce, right? It's it's a fraud. It's you're you're presenting something that isn't true, and that's where most of your value comes from, which is I always thought was very interesting. I think like Lou said, though, people just want to do things easier. You know what I mean? Like he said, easy to put on sweats, easy to put on a bonnet, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, but And that's why I want to flip it for you, Lou. What if she wanted you to be looking a certain way all the time? Like, like you know, throwing a button up every day, throwing a cologne in the house and stuff like that or whatever. How would you feel about that on the other side? Uh, it's kind of an odd question. Um, well, it's not me, because you were her to be that way. So, what if it was the other way around? I'm saying, oh no, um, I'm not taking no directive from. Okay, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I, I, you, nah, um, like but personally, see, I, I like sweats. I like basketball shorts. Me personally, <laughs> whatever, like that. Wait, so, ba- baggy ones, Miguel. What? 
for her to wear baggy baggy no, no i'm talking about for me not for her i'm talking about for oh, me oh, oh, oh like all right so i would hate if she said something like that to me or whatever like that on the other side of the way i mean i mean i mean it's not like so at the same time right so so as long as it's in in the parameters of something that that i could do so if she says like you know she can say stuff to me like, uh, you know what I'm saying? I think your, your, your hair getting too crazy. You might need a shape up, right? Or something like that. Um, Something that'll, 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 that'll make her feel... Because, again, a man's ticket is not his beauty, right? So that's why I'm kind of having a hard time answering, I got you. answering okay. the question. Because my, my, my looks is... My financial and my ability to protect and provide is what makes me attractive, right? So it's not my beauty. So I... I I would never compete with a woman when it comes to beauty because that's like getting in a ring with Mike Tyson. You're playing their mm-hmm. game. You see what I'm saying? Beauty is her ticket. So she has to remain beautiful for me. You see what I'm saying? I, I have to remain at a certain level for her to be remain that right. beauty in her eyes. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's different criteria the way I look at it. And I get it. I just want to see what you had to say, but uh. Word. And Claude Diss says, at home, you want to be comfortable, which is fair. Going out can be simple as going to dinner and going to a friend's house, leaving the house requires getting ready. Okay. And KG says, uh, okay, so boom, men and women are equals. They share, aren't equals. They share responsibility, but they aren't the same. I agree with that, KG, completely. And Claude says, just leave the house and she's going to look how you met her, especially if you are going around people. But I, I guess that uh, that is kind of bringing up the point. It's like it's like you're right. getting ready for other people as opposed to the person that you're with, and it, it reminds us. It reminds me of a, a topic that we talked about previously on Poetic Charm Live during the uh, during the quarantine, and we were talking about how, for whatever reason, women will upgrade themselves after a relationship ends quickly, so that urgency okay. is there. But that same urgency isn't there after things like, as Lou was saying, cohabitation, or you just get used to each other, and then you kind of both stop trying, type of thing. So it, to me, it it's a, it kind of reminds me of that. Yeah, two things. Uh, um, yeah, Chloe, I think we're saying why can't you do that in the house, like Josh and and, and Lou was saying, and um, you know, I, I do think that, um, and I'm sure Lou have a problem with this. Speaking up. You know what I mean? I think women do get comfortable, but I think, um, you know what I mean, some of these guys out here won't say nothing or whatever like that. You know what I'm saying? So I think we we got to also make sure that we tell them, listen, you've been wearing this bonnet for six days now. What's going on? And stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. Well, with that aspect is, right, so men, men always, men always feel like that they don't want to lose that what they're coming after, right? So the last thing you want to do is jeopardize the sex, Last thing you want to ever do is, as a man is, is say the wrong thing. That's how you're taught, right? So that's why we kind of hold our tongues and do this. Don't want to offend them. But the, like 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 Josh said, the older we get, we realize, yo, the, the truth is even is even better for you. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Than holding out, you actually get more respect that way. And then yeah, but guys, just we always got a fear of oh, I'm gonna say the wrong thing and then. Blah, blah blah. There's always the fear of like she's gonna leave, but once you develop that that numbness to that, it's a whole different world. I agree. You know, say what you want. You know, you, it, it, it never know. It'll probably get done. Oh, and not. So. It, it does, and it gets done nine times out of ten. Trust yeah. and believe. It, it might, it might, you might get some resistance on the surface, but you spark that thought in the head. 
You know what I'm saying? And that's what guys don't even spark the thought. That's why Josh said they walk out and then you have a five thinking they're a 10 because nobody's at home telling them like, nah, that don't look good. Like how many times <laughs> you see a girl walk out? How many times you see like a woman on the street you're like, damn, somebody's lying to her. Like, you see what I'm saying? Somebody yes. tell her the truth today or if somebody's telling her, you know what I'm saying? You just you can't just come out any which way because again, your beauty is your ticket. That's why. Yeah, yeah so. Yeah, and to close previous uh, comment, Josh, I think that she's making Lou's point about cohabitation because he's saying when you were getting dressed to come see me, you were still getting dressed. But now that we're cohabitating, you're saying you're comfortable in your own home, so you don't want to get dressed, stuff like that. So I think you're making his point about why cohabitation can change everything. And just for those listening on the podcast, thank you for listening, by the way. Close said you're getting ready to go out into the world, not in the comfort in your home. And she also said when you first date, usually the woman leaves the home. Thus, she gets ready. Which is, again, making this point about cohabitation and stuff like that. Absolutely. And KG also said, ask unattractive women. They get the raw truth. They get the real deal. <laughs> they get they get without the filter. Absolutely. Yeah, because guys aren't, I guess, as Lou said, afraid to lose them, I guess, or whatever. Absolutely. So I guess that, you know, helps us segue to the next topic, which is do do women have any idea what men want? Because, you know, sometimes it's like they do things that is the complete opposite of what you want. And you, they, everyone in the world knows that's what you want, but then they do the complete opposite, which is interesting. So what do you gentlemen think? Do you think that women have any idea what men actually want and desire from a partner, significant other, whatever term you guys want to use? Uh, I, I think so. The right woman, right? So the mm. right woman, the right woman, what she does is she observes what you do on your daily movements, right? What you like to eat, how you like to do this movement. And, and, you, and, and you find out when she's watching around your birthday, around holidays, depending on the gift she gets you, right? She'll, it'll, it'll let you know that she's been observing and she knows, and she knows what you like. And, and you'd be like, wow. And it'll surprise you like, oh man, you've been, you've been paying attention almost, right? So she, she knows you like basketball. Next thing you know, you got something to deal with basketball and something along the lines that you like. But then you got other women that they're going to, they're going to, Make the decision what you like. Like, this is what I'm cooking tonight. Not what, honey, what do you want to cook tonight? See what I'm saying? Like, as I'm gonna, whatever I do, I'm so I'm I'm in my head so great that it's gonna be accepted. And cause this is what I've been told what men want. So and yeah, I concur with both of them, with KG and Lou. I think they do know. And I think that the the right woman will show you that she knows and um, has been paying attention, like he says, um, not only to you as an individual, but to men overall and what they're, they're, they're looking for. I think some women, even though they might even know, like KG, I'm reading, I'm reading for you, Josh. He said uh, they know, but it seems like they only care when they have to work for what they want from him. Mm. And I think that's true. They Bars. know, but they don't always care about what we want as as men because it becomes what they want, <laughs> like Lou said, you know, um, so to speak. So I agree. 
Absolutely. And that is key because <clears throat> I guess that's what we'll, we'll get into later when we go to the advice section for the, the young gentleman. But it's kind of like when she it's kind of like what Lou was saying with the with the makeup. Right. So if she respects you that highly, you'll have a certain amount of effort that you'll get on a regular basis because there's actual a genuine uh, concern that if certain things don't happen because of your value that you'll actually leave because that isn't up to your standards. And it's, again, it's nothing against her. It's not saying that she's a horrible person or anything like that. You wish her all the best, but this is what I require for me to cut off all other women for you type of thing. And sometimes I feel like ladies often forget that because they, mm-hmm. they assume that the commitment for just having one lady and only being with that one lady, especially when you're a high value man or a man with high SMV, right? And you're literally the cat's meow, right? You have the pick of the litter, whatever you want, and you're choosing to be with this person. So when things can be, you know, even as simple as not going out, but still not, you know, making sure you're at a certain, you know, appearance level. And then it's kind of like you're taking my, uh, you know, essentially you're taking my commitment for granted if you're presenting me with this when you know already that that's not what we agreed upon or what I'm interested in at all. I agree. And I actually have a a clip from Donovan Sharp, so shout out to him as well, who had this interesting cartoon. I'm curious what you, you gentlemen on the show and in the comments, think about this clip right here. When a woman becomes too comfortable in a relationship, everything suffers. Her weight, her attitude, her sex drive, her cooperation, and so forth. Comfortable girlfriends lack competition anxiety, which is the most important element in any relationship. Let me explain. If a girl understands that her man could replace her with an equally or more attractive woman than she is, she is highly motivated to stay in shape, remain pleasant, and be sexually available to him at all times. She is competing with the women who could potentially replace her should she become undesirable. The concept here is simple. If she knows there is competition, she will compete. On the other side of the coin, if a girl knows her man either can't or won't replace her with women equally or more attractive than she is, she has no motivation to stay desirable. And because there is no competition, she does not compete. Activating your woman's competition anxiety is simple. Always be increasing your value. Your physique, your finances, and your future should get better every day. And when they do, other women notice, including yours. And when she does, her competition anxiety is fully engaged. 100%. Don, Donovan Sharp is a beast, man. That's 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 that's, that's top notch game right there, right? So it's like anything else, right? Even even it works in the uh, opposite direction. If you ever find out that your girl had a little potential thing, you're gonna step it up a little bit too, right? So competition is always good. It's it, it, uh, the video explained it all. If she thinks and and just to touch on what he said, so this is why women always introduce you to their friends, right? Their friends is the gauge. Their friends will tell you. Like, so if their friends find you unattractive, it's over for you. That's why one of the first things she does is introduce you to her friends. Her friends will let, her friends is going to let her know, oh, girl, he cute. Oh, girl, where'd you get him? He got a brother? Boom. <laughs> so now she know, So now she knows within that little circle of friends, she's on top right now. You know what I'm saying? They So boom. 
So so now she knows, all right, not only not only did she bring them to get gauge, she also brought them to test their gauge. Cause she's like, all right, if I ever lose them, these the two, these girls is probably not really my friends. They're gonna take them from me, right? So <laughs> they, they go. So competition is a beautiful thing. And that's why a lot of women let themselves go because they look at it like, you know what? I'm all he got. He's not going anywhere. And it's usually after what? Marriage, when she knows you can't go nowhere. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it's, it's, I don't, I, once I learned the concept, it was mind that. Like, you have to almost give that sense that you got another woman. Like, even if you don't. <laughs> Say even if you gotta even if you gotta go get another phone and text yourself like it's you know what I'm saying you always gotta have that air of listen. No, um, <laughs> I think that competition does fuel things, even if it's um subtle, even if it's just the smallest thing. I think it does make people think like you know, wait, is there someone else who might want him or? You know, what I mean, who else is thinking about you or wanting you? Um, you know, sometimes you may just tell them about somebody who shot their shot or whatever, knowing they had no chance, but just because you know that's going to tweak their interest and like, who was that? You know, blah blah blah, and and let them do things. And also, low key competition with someone you were at before because you're telling them about things that other person used to do for you, whether it was cook certain meals or whatever it was. They might start to say, you know what? Well, maybe I should cook too, or something like that. So I think just any type of competition, for like you said, for both sides, it definitely does um, fuel people to want to be as good as that other individual, if not better, stuff like that. So absolutely, it uh, it looks makes them look in the mirror and you know forces them to step their game up, right? And you know, as people who who routinely need to develop and grow more, you should be doing that anyway, especially if you're looking to get better and better. So it, it would be great to be around a person who also, you know, gets that as well, because I think that would be important for the relationship overall, because if you're in a relationship, surely you want the best for the other person and vice versa. And I feel like when that energy comes together, amazing things can happen. Yeah, the part about him saying, you know, make sure you're getting better, looking better, making more money constantly, trying to better. I mean, that should happen anyway. But I think by doing that, it's only going to make you more noticeable to other, to the opposite sex, which will in turn make your current woman notice you more as well. Stuff like that. So it's all kind of, it's like a domino effect. Oh, no, overall. So. Yeah, man, I agree. That was, that was one of the most important parts of the video that he gave you the solution to the problem, right? So that was, and, and that was spot on because that's always, but Josh always speaks about men staying on a purpose, staying on knowing who you are. And and long as that happens, you will always you will always you be attractive to somebody. You know what I'm saying? So at, at the same time, yeah, that video was spot on, man. But Donovan Sharp is a he's on a different level, right? So he's the type of guy that uh, tell tell his woman that she gotta stay at a certain weight, right? So it yeah. sounds sounds menage misogynistic it sounds all that toxic masculinity mm -hmm. all that None stuff of that. right yeah but then at on the other end he set up a gym for her in the basement right so that'd be also a lot of men's problems we tell these women what we want how we want them to look we want them to it but then you don't even mm -hmm. you don't provide the tools for them to, to for them to be able to work on that for them so if you want your woman to lose weight don't just be sitting there telling her to lose weight. Go buy her a treadmill. You see what I'm saying? So you almost got to invest in your woman as well. You want her to 
You want her to look a certain way sexy? Take her to go buy those things that you deem sexy. Don't let her pick her sexy for you. So it goes back to, do women know what men want? Uh, who cares? It's all about what you <laughs> want. Because every, every every man doesn't want the same thing, right? right. So sitting there letting her try to figure out, she's going to give you what the last guy liked. Mm. You understand? So when she comes to you now, everything she's doing to you, bro, she did to the last guy and he liked it, right? So this guy's going to like it until you say, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't even like that. Like, this is how I do my thing. You see what I'm saying? This is how I, and then, and then, it, then, then she changes to you. But if you let her do her thing, and then that's the thing. Some guys never even know who they are to know what they like, right? So a woman probably never cooked for them. So the first woman to cook for them, oh, this is the best meal they ever had, right? So at the same time, you got to know your worth and, and, and know that, that if you have demands for her, you got to, you got to put those things in place for her to, 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 fit what you want to do if that's how you want to do it but at the but at the same but at the same time at the same time you also got to be on your on your stuff to let her know honesty like listen i don't even like that you know what i'm saying because they got the impression that every man is the same every man likes the same damn thing no i agree with all your points especially how the part about um you know, the guy want her to lose weight for building a gym and stuff like that. If a guy does want his woman to shape, he can say, I'll, I'll go out and walk with you. We can go work out together, things like sure. that. But I don't think that he's wrong because, again, women come with these preferences. It's like, you know, they may want a guy a certain height, have a beard, whatever, all this, that, and the third. So I feel like if we have a preference, it, it can't be viewed as we're somehow wrong in any type of way or whatever like that because it's not because when they have their preferences you don't hear guys saying like well you're short shaming me because i'm not six two or whatever like we don't we don't we don't do that people just go with the flow or whatever like that so i just feel like it's not fair absolutely <laughs> and it kind of reminds me of and gentlemen let me know if you ever experienced this before have you ever been out to dinner with a young lady and for whatever reason she's one of those people who talks down to the the wait staff which I think is, you know, awful thing, but it's uh it's it's normal for some ladies, unfortunately, right? So they will get the it, it'll be a mistake by the waiter and they'll get, you know, a order that's off by like a fraction and then be like, nah, send it back. I'm not gonna accept this. And it kind of reminds me of what what unfortunately some women are presenting to men nowadays because they're saying, Okay, we're bringing this X, Y, and Z to the relationship in terms of the value, but that's none of the value that men actually want. So it's equivalent to someone bringing you the wrong order and then you being okay with receiving that order and not saying anything like, oh, I, I'm sorry, I did not order this. You can you can go take that back to the kitchen, even if you're doing it respectfully, right? This, this is very interesting. Yeah, I agree. That's a, that's a good, uh, good analogy. I agree with that 100%. Yeah, so it's all like, like again, it's all about it's all about knowing what you and and to do and to do that too is like because you know yourself, right? So you could there's some people that'll be like, all right, they got the order wrong, but I don't want to start too much trouble. I don't, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And they just settle for what they just had, you know what I'm saying? And now they, so at the end of the day, like you gotta know what you want, you gotta you gotta and you gotta go for it. you can't and, and and speak up like I said earlier. <laughs> tell, tell them what you want. Tell them what you need. Tell them what's what's not making you happy. Tell them what will make you happy. I think that's one of the biggest keys that communication does lack in, in all parties. Because because what happens is just to add to to the point, like so, what happens is 
you got to understand that women get lied to all day long, brother. Agreed. I'm talking about from, from the TV till they walk out on the street to the dudes at work to mm-hmm. everybody, even girlfriends, everybody's lying to them. So the minute they they hear the truth, that's why that's why Kevin Samuels is so popular right now. Mm-hmm. He's coming in a time where we've all been told lies and we're like desperate for the truth. So when he tells them the cold hard truth, it sounds like it sounds like it's like, oh, he's a he's a jerk. But then you see the women and they're cool with it, what he just said. You see what I'm saying? But you're more upset than them. And you realize, hold up. They've been they've been waiting for they need the truth. We all need the truth, but especially women, because they're like so the so the first man that gives them the truth gets their total respect. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. and that's what you want from a woman. I don't care if she loves you, I don't care anything about that. If you got her respect, then you're good to go. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. If you can if you don't have respect, then you you are then that's it. Then it's not it's never gonna work. Stuff like that. So I don't care what feelings, what attraction, without the respect, there's nothing else that's going to be able to happen. Move forward. So, so. Absolutely. That's spot on, Brother Lou. And it, it reminds me of what we were talking about before when, you know, ladies nowadays, not again, not all, thankfully, but a mm-hmm. lot are raised to be, you know, think that the world is, you know, designed just for them when that's not the case and then unfortunately they have this perception in the dating sphere and then when they come back with less than uh satisfactory results it's and again it's still not their fault it's the men's fault men are the problem men are trash da 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 and and, and again i agree brother lou they get lied to all the time which can lead them to have that authentic perspective that certain men are a certain type of way however it's kind of like when you finally see the matrix and you see that it's your perspective that's leading you to the, the trash men that you're attracting, then you're going to have to make a, a change in order to get satisfactory results. Deep. Yeah. I mean, to your point, Josh, I agree because I've dated women who've actually said what you're talking about. They literally said the words, my father spoiled me. So, you know what I mean? What can you kind of, do or I'm not accepting this, that, and the third or whatnot because my father always gave me everything I wanted. So I do think that from a young age, they are, you know, I guess taught a certain thing or spoiled a certain way to where, like, when they get to that dose of reality, it's kind of hard for them to, under- to take it, I guess, in certain ways. So, I don't know. Absolutely. You wanted to say something, Brother Lou? Yeah, like, again, you keep touching on, like, so. So this is kind of like, this kind of like, it's kind of controversial, but just like in certain countries why they have arranged marriages. Mm. Women suck at picking partners, bro. I don't care who they are, man. Like sometimes you're like, well, how did you get in? Because they look at everything through a love uh, lens, right? So emotional lens, like it's about how they feel about the person. Meanwhile, their dad or whatever, the male in their in their life is logical. And he's looking like, does he have a job? You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How can he support you? How can he take care of your family? What, what, what about that? No, I just love him. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So so that's why women sometimes have a, it's, 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 I don't know. It's, 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 it's something in their nature or whatever the case may be. But when it comes to pairing, it's like, and then you, like Josh said, they go through all that. And then on the back end, they end up like, oh, where's the guys? Where's anybody? But but you but you had your chance. You had 
millions of chances. You had the world at your fingertips. You had, so how you did had you, an entire decade. You had your 20s. How did you screw that up? Uh, to, to that to that right there, did you see um, the post um, Lolo Jones put up the other day? What did it say? You got to read that post, man. That 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 sums it all up. She wrote how, because remember, Lolo Jones, she was a virgin and all that till she was older. She was very beautiful, Olymp- Olympics, all that type of stuff. So she wrote a letter the other day. How now she's thirty eight, and she the letter is basically talking about how she missed her window, right? So here you are, you as a virgin around thirty years old. How did you mess that up? Like, how did you now are writing a letter at thirty eight that you can't find a man, or a man is not you can't find a man to settle down with? They're not attracted to you when you are you held on to your virginity, which is like your. But sometimes we stay in the game too long. There's a time when you got to get out. She stayed too long and you got to read, you got to pull up that letter and read it because it should be a letter to all women who carry themselves like that as though they have all the time in the world. And this letter, when you read it, it wasn't even a letter, it was a post that she put up. So, you know, she's feeling it. If she puts up a post and she's talking about how she's going to turn into a cat woman, you know what I'm saying? And all that type of stuff, stuff that we talk about. And then we get, we get shame for like, oh, you did it. But they realize it that, but she realized it too late. Yeah, that reminds me of the one I sent you guys sent you earlier. I mean, uh, the other day, Josh, from the Kevin Samuels fan page, with a girl kind of realizing that, you know, um, about uh, you know, you shouldn't spend your whole twenties focusing on only your career only and being promiscuous. And then what she post started to say, now I want a husband because it's a lot harder at that time, stuff like that. So, absolutely, because the reality is that a lot of ladies will have that type of uh, background, let's say, dating-wise, and then something like this will be the case. So she wants a 20K ring, a three-quarter of a million-dollar home, a 60K wedding, $50,000 car, and all she has to offer in return is pre-owned <laughs> Punani. <clears throat> Which is... It's hilarious. It's hilarious, but it's also true because it's the code hard facts, unfortunately. And add that with your behavior. So if you're entitled as well, and your your best days are behind you, what like what are, literally what are you offering? Number one, number two, did you forget what men actually want, which is your physique to be on point, right? So they want you at your best. That's that's just how nature is, right? It's there's something uncanny about how men respond to women of exceptional beauty. Like it's is this it is is what it is type of thing. And let me but read true. the go ahead, go ahead, Lou. Uh, well, I was just reading, I was just reading things, but you know what though? On on like I tell everybody, man, I'm I, no lie, like a submissive woman will get all of that with, without even working because it's something about a submissive woman that, that men just want to do. So those things like no no woman is like wrong for asking for those things, but those things, what now are you, like you said, at the end, they come with some pre-owned a pum pum or whatever the case may be. Um, but if that, if, if submissive submission comes with that, that's, it's a different ball game, man. As a man, when you, when you know that, man, when I get home, man, I'm going to be greeted with a smile. Like everything is set, man. It's not, it's nothing to stop at the store and pick up flowers on the way home. You see what I'm saying? Because you know, like, 
she that submissive energy gives you your masculine energy and in turn you need it keeps going and going and going around and around but when you want all that stuff and then and you don't give anything in return to the man like it's that's almost a crime in itself because look at that stuff man that's well over that's all nearly a million dollars man Absolutely. And Claude says it's easier for some women to say all men are trash because they don't have to look into their own flaws. Facts. KG cracking up in the comments. Claude also says women are told by society that we have all the time in the world. Another illusion that is told to women well into their 30s and I would say often 40s and 50s. Thousand percent. That's that's a gem right there. Women have followed the formula for men. That's the key and have lost because they didn't follow the feminine formula, which is facts. Okay. 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 Look like look like we have a look like we have an ally over here. Word. 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 Okay, Josh. Okay, Josh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, guys, it's uh, it, it is unfortunate because more women will be alone, as Kevin Samuel says, because of the the inability to change and realize that they were given the wrong advice, probably from people like uh, Derek Jackson and whatnot, and, <laughs> and they were, they were just led down the wrong path. But it was the path to make them essentially consumers, right? Because as we know, women in history, throughout human human history, are the most prolific consumers in existence, right? The whole economy is generated from how women spend their money, which they do with emotion. We're, we're human beings. We buy things uh, with an emotion, right? That's why marketing and advertising is geared towards making you make an emotional decision. That's how you're sold. That's how advertising works. So as women have one of their main strengths is emotions being intuitive, right? And also wanting to accumulate as many resources as they can, it would make sense that they are the biggest consumers. So unfortunately, ladies are consuming things incorrectly and then also making emotional decisions as opposed to logical ones. Yeah, man, 90% of consumers are women. And then they said that... 10% that are men are buying things to impress women. <laughs> exactly. You know, so it's like a hundred percent is all going towards a woman in a way, you know what I'm saying? Cause it, and, and again, that's why, that's why it's so important. That's why when I hear women say, Oh, I don't need no man. I'm just like, damn, she's going to, she's going to trip and fall many, many times because as many times my woman has come to me with some, with something that she thinks is that this is an incredible idea. And I look at it like, nah, we're not even doing that, right? Pisses her the hell off. Mm. But after she sits down, it's like, you know what? That I'm glad you told me that we wasn't doing that because it would have been a, it would have been a waste of time or something like that, right? So, so they got to have that balance because, like you said, man, it's it's all based on what the color is. This other person had it. You know what I'm saying? It's it, it it's nothing to really that they really need. It's some joint that they that they want. You know what I'm saying? And the man is there to let you know, like, nah, that's not what you need. You know, we gotta correct. Yeah, men shop for need. Women more shop for want. 
and they shop, um, like Josh said, emotionally sometimes. I think we are the, we, we got to be the, the leaders, right? Voice of reason, the head of the households, you know, all those different things, the king, the, whatever you want to say. I feel like that, you know, uh, especially when it comes to certain things like that, like you said, finance or something like that, you know, whether, um, you know, it's 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 putting a, a finance in a car and they're settling for the any rate or whatever, where you got to come say, no, 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 that's not good. So you always got to try to be that, be that voice to help them make, I think sometimes, um, better decisions and stuff like that. And if you, and if they respect you going back, they will let you lead and they will listen to the, the information that you give them. I feel like. True. true. So, yeah. The leading comes from like, so when you give them that advice, once it turns out correct, Right. And that happened once. They're like, OK, OK. The second one, it works. They're like, OK. By the third time, they're like, all right. This is because, <laughs> again, a lot of men give women talking about follow me, but they don't even give them nothing to follow. Right. Correct. So we out here begging women to submit to us. Oh, submit to me. Submit to me. And she looking like, what about submitting to? Like, Correct. Yeah. Where was this? Where was, should the submission go? So. Right. So that's why I always tell it, the young brothers or whoever talk to. You must build it first, almost like the bird builds its nest. Then he go gets his woman to the bird to come lay the eggs in it. They're not building that nest together per se. You see what I'm saying? So, so you gotta give her, you gotta give her those tools to be like, all right, this is, this is, this is something that I could submit to. This is something I could, I could give my, give my heart and soul to. But some of us don't even give them that option. We just up in here. Oh, you supposed to do this, and then, and then I'm a. Well, we still in this sh- in this shack right here, and you know what I'm saying. We not really living how we should be living, and you asking for something that's crazy. So. Absolutely, and Claude, this says looking at my my Amazon recent list, I must agree with that point. Emotional purchases are a thing. So is emotional decision making. Absolutely. And Clodis also says a balance of logic is definitely needed at times, and I feel like that's what. You know, a lot of women who who are, who make finding a man their priority, that's that's the hole that they're trying to the, the void that they're trying to fill. However, it's it's that that needing that masculine logic, logical energy. And oftentimes they'll try to replace that with a career. True. Because because think about it, because think about it. Right. So even that I even got into that the other day. So. Her career, because technically, think about it. Her career, she's more than likely working for a man in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. So, so that's why that's why if you speak to certain people, they'd be like, "Listen, you you'll never get submission from your wife if she has to wake up in the morning and go work for somebody else. She will never submit to you. Or on the other end, if she sees you waking up, going to go work for somebody else, she's not going to submit to you." Cause she's like, hold up, how am I submitting to a worker? You see what I'm saying? Mm. She looks, she holds your, she holds your boss in more regard, cause he's a boss and he's telling you what to do. So when she's with, so when she knows you're getting pushed around at work and you, cause you come home complaining all day, all the boss. So she's like, huh? So when she sees you try to flex and be alpha at home, it's kind of, it kind of throws her off, right? And then the work part for her is. She's giving all that energy to her boss. Like she doesn't give her boss no lip. Her boss gets straight submission from her. Her boss tells her what to do. She's there on time. She's dressed the way he wants her to dress. You see what I'm saying? So now when it comes home, it's like she gotta 
relax that. And you're her relax. You're her, you're her, you're her sponge from all that. You're her cushion from all that outside, outside world stuff. So, so it's, it's, it's all types of dynamics that go into these things. Absolutely. That's a lot. That, that, that makes logical sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, you gotta you gotta create like you gotta create like a business and then have your woman working for you you understand like so that's 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 when that's when it comes gets to respect because what do women always say like if you ask them like i don't know about you guys but when i if i ask for submission is you're going to pay all the bills right so part of they expect you to pay all the bills if if if, if in that sense in that sense for them to even consider that first step because remember they're a woman's whole thing is security mm. security first thing right mm. so that's the first thing she looks at you if you could provide believe it or not if you could see she looks at your receipt before she sees anything else if you could protect her and then if you could provide type situation so if you can't do that and she has to go work it's almost like she's protecting and providing for herself in a way so in a way she starts looking at you like I don't need him. That's where you get that I don't need a man concept. She doesn't need you as a man, but she still needs a man because men provide the jobs and more than likely, like I said, she, a boss is a man in a lot of this time. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't have to ask for submission, so I don't necessarily get that. It comes with the territory with me, but um, yeah, I never I, I don't really get 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 told that, you know, not me personally whatever, so about, I mean, that, that's a constant conversation about the bills throughout everywhere in social media and stuff like that. But I think you can obtain it without telling you you don't have to work at all and I got everything or whatever. Like still obtain submission, I'm saying. Absolutely. And I want to go back to KG's previous point. Ask unattractive women. They get the raw truth because some women are be like, I, you know, I, I don't want to pay any bills. But realistically, does your physical appearance warrant that type of mindset? You you might have to you might have to pay some pay some bills in your lifestyle. I mean that's, that's just the reality. <laughs> Absolutely. So all right, guys, let's head to the final section of the show, which is the advice section for the young men, the young kings, the young princes in the world who want to have incredible success with women, as I'm sure in the development short term and long term so usually i think the best advice or game if you will that we can bestow upon the young developing minds is that when something can apply in multiple different lanes so it has a applicability in many different functions so it can be applied short term in addition to long term medium term and it can also be something that can help develop them as a as a man as they're growing up as well so one of the questions I got from IG was, what can I do if my girlfriend has become or gotten too comfortable? What would be some advice that you gentlemen might have for one of the young brothers? Uh, a couple, couple of the stuff we covered tonight will definitely work. First, honesty. You know what I'm saying? When you see him getting too comfortable. Listen. Um, I know a young brother right now, a, a young family member, 16, 17. And if you and if the way he speaks to his girlfriend, right, on the outside, it looks crazy. But when I'm looking, I'm like, nah, knowing what I know now, like he'll tell like he'll tell her, like, man, if you do this, don't ever come to this house again, type situation, right? So 
So he's just being totally honest and she never gets comfortable, right? So she can never get too comfortable. And to see a 16, 17 year old being able to do that when it works for him, that it just it just proves that just just be honest, man. Just and it, it it'll save you a whole lot of time. Just tell her, listen, it's getting too comfortable. You're getting too comfortable. Like, don't leave your stuff here. If you she leaves something, you let her know. Like, listen, you gotta take that with you. You can't leave your toothbrush here. You can't do none of that stuff type of situation. Honesty. Uh, honesty is definitely the number one. I would say speaking up and understand that the only really um, bargaining chip you have a lot of times is yourself, right? So to Lute's point about his, about his nephew or whoever it was, be able to say, listen, if this is not right, then I will leave and say it and mean it and exercise it if you have to. Because I think what happens sometimes when they get comfortable in certain things, their thought process is that, well, what are you going to do about it? Kind of do almost, whatever like that. So at the end of the day, you have to be able to not only like say that, but be able, like I said, to do it and know that sometimes it's the only way to get that through their head. Um, not saying you you know you want to, but just be able to do it if you can. That's all. Absolutely. Y'all dropping the gems tonight. That's what I'm talking about because absolutely, Brother Lou, it does require honesty and being completely transparent. After all, you are in a relationship with them. So if you can't be transparent with her, then that's already another issue that you guys have. And to, you know, Miguel's point, thousand percent, because you do have to let them know, kind of like how Donovan Sharp said, that you can have anyone at any other time because Sometimes we do have to remind ladies because they are emotional of the logic, right? And if we just think about the mathematics and the logic of what it's like to be a man, especially a man who's desired by other women, there's always going to be another woman who's younger in her prime, who's more attractive, and who's willing to submit more enthusiastically if you take certain things for granted, right? So if you don't take things for granted, if you you know, show who you are on a consistent basis that what you've shown before in the courting stages, because we all know we give our best in the courting stages. So if you're, if, the, if any part of that of you is actually you, then, you know, we're going to have to see more of this because this is the only reason why you got here now is because of then. So if, if then is, if then is, a, is then something of the past and it's not going to happen again, then, you know, we're going to have to do what Big Mike said and exercise our our <laughs> uh, sexual marketplace value. It, it just makes the most logical sense, because why would a man who is logical make the logical decision to cut all women off for someone who's not giving him what he wants? That Again, it doesn't make any sense. And unfortunately, as Lou alluded to, society, you know, it trains you and programs you to do that, to accept something that you don't want when you have the ability to go get what you actually want. Yeah. I'm a big advocate of, of, I guess, you know, like you said, saying what you want and letting them know, you know what that is, but at the same time, like not just settling for like, well, you know, that's not what she do or she's not okay with that. You don't have to, there's nothing that says you have to, so as you said, so and and like and if you do leave or say I'm out, trust me, they're gonna change. They'll be back or whatever like that, and they're gonna flip it. You know what I'm saying? Because they didn't expect that to happen. Um, is what happens. Because a lot of guys just say, "All right, 
you know, nah, my, my girl ain't cool with this. My girl ain't whatever, whatever like that. And, and what? Why? So. <laughs> <laughs> so. And yeah, yeah, dynamics is crazy. Dynamics is crazy. But at the end of the day, the common theme of, amongst us is purpose, 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 man. Like, don't pedestalize. Don't even don't let her know. Like, if you have something in front of her, you, you're the most attractive person ever to her. Is, you know what I'm saying? Especially if what you got in front of you is, is like driving you and she sees that drive and she knows there's nothing. Even if she says I'm leaving and you're going to actually open the front door and help her pack and open the front door and call her Uber and then give her a kiss on the cheek and say thank you. Oh my God! And she ain't going to say take care or something like that. Yeah, take care, baby. <laughs> good luck. Good luck with all your future endeavors. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> Yo, you know, you know how hard it, you know how hard it is for her to be leaving you. Because remember, it's sometimes leaving is also about the chase. She will. She. It's going to be hard for her to leave you if she knows that some good ladies know that if I leave this guy, he's not coming back after me. Like he's not coming. And those seem to be the guys that are like left last, bro. I'm trying to tell you, but the guys that are like, oh, I die without my woman. They always get left, like always. Yeah, it could be something as small as like if a girl, right? If you're dating a woman, and let's say she hangs up on you, or whatever, the guy who calls right back. I'm not saying she what I'm saying, but the guy who calls right back, like why you hang up me over up me? He's already lost. <laughs> it's the guy who don't make no call and start watching TV. That's what she I gonna call that. you and be like, "Yo, what, 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 you know, whatever stuff like that." I got that face, Mike. Not because I disagree, because it hit home. Because that happened oh. to me. You understand? Right. But, 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 I played it a little differently. I called back and said, "Don't you ever do that to me again, and you have a good life." You oh understand? yeah, that, that works too, or whatever. I get it. Yeah. And I call, I call, like you said, that's what you have to do. The guy that calls back loses because guess what? Again, she did that before, right? She right. did that before and got calls back from a hundred guys. Like, yes. hey, I'm sorry, I didn't know what I said. Oh, what did I did I offend you? <laughs> da, 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 da. Right. But when you call back and say, Oh, listen, I don't know who you used to dealing with, but that's it. Like, have a good life. Right. Next thing you know, you next thing you know, you're getting that message through your email. Oh, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? What happened? Mm. I'm sorry. Da, 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 da. Because what? You gave her a different angle to. She's like, hold up, who's this fool? Like, why did not? She's not really looking at it like, man, he's respect. She's she's looking at it like, nah, I gotta conquer that one. I let one get away that didn't do what the other hundred do, and I need a hundred and one of them, each one of them to do the same thing. So it's almost like she's coming back to 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 almost learn to learn the challenge. Almost, I gotta learn this challenge just in case I run into it, because she loves it. Yeah, I mean, I ain't even calling back. I'm just gonna watch watch a movie. So I'm not. It ain't even happened to me, but but yeah, I feel where you're yeah. coming from now. Yeah, I call it, but it's but it's, but again, when those things happen, it wasn't a reflection on me per se. It's right, it's right. a no, reflection it on. It's a re just like when they say like you ever heard them say like man, his wife was cheating on him. Like oh man, what? That's not a reflection on him. That's a reflection on her. Right, right. So whatever they do to you, because again, she she hung up she hung up on a king. She didn't even know. Right. So at the end of the day, she hung up on her on her future being better. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? So so at the same time, yeah, I could have let it go, but but letting it go me let letting it go means, you know what, I might slip up and send her a text and forgot she hung up on me the other day. Like, mm. oh, what's up? And I'm like, oh, that's right. 
And now she's like, ah, my hang up work. Meanwhile, yeah, I yeah. Didn't know, like, listen, <laughs> hey, listen, I'm not that right. one. And by the way, I'm not saying that I'm calling you to say I'm not that one. Let's don't do it again. That was your last time doing it. You right, know what right, I'm saying? Right, so right, right. it's not like, all right, baby, yeah. just don't do I that. Again. Don't do that again. Nah, you did it one time. And I'm just letting you know one time is, is, is it for you. Man. Right, right, the right. feeling the feeling I got from that was amazing, man. Because, of course, I believe it. Because yeah. it's like, all right, that's when you start learning those things. Like, all right, like, you got to respect yourself at the end of the day. Like, you got to respect yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And what Lou was saying, I was picturing Ari Gold the entire time telling someone that they're fired. Like <laughs> one one strike policy applies, right? <laughs> That's it. That's yeah. it. That's it. What they call I mean, it? To, to KG's point, I got friends like that. Like it's only one; they get blocked, <laughs> like number and race and blocked early. That's it. Nah, nah. Shorty was a Shorty was an eight B. <laughs> I, 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 I got receipts, B. <laughs> it was it was a hard decision. <laughs> oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, so it's kind of it's kind of it gets crazy, man. They put you in that spot, but what you can what you can tame that one, man. It's like I right, I got some power to it and put some hustle to your muscle. Yeah, it's all the same concept, man. Like, you know, I, I was once talking to this girl and I wanted her to do something or whatever. and She didn't want to do it. And she said to me, she said, you can't make me do it or whatever like that. I said, you're right. I can't have a good life. <laughs> like that, like, that's it. Like, what do you want me to do here? <laughs> like, that's it. Decide, whatever like that. Where do we so, go from here? <laughs> right. What, what do we go from here? You are correct. I cannot forcefully make you do this. You have a good life. Absolutely. <laughs> and nor would anyone want to force you to do that. I would rather have it done enthusiastically with a smile. Of Correct. course, man. Smile. The smile is a woof. Yeah, man. Do it because you want to do it and it turns you on to do it for me. Damn, baby. Again, I'm like that. She didn't expect me to say, like, you're right. Have a good life. She was making me like, you know what? All right. Don't worry about it. Stuff like that. <laughs> That's yeah, what a lot of yeah. people do. Stuff like that. It's, it's, it's terrible, man. It's terrible. Because... Uh, just for instance, just go look at when they post something and just read the comments that men leave. Men that never met the woman and will never meet them in their life. Just, just read the comments, bro. And then you realize when you say why women do whatever they want when they're young, you'll realize, man, they got the pick of the litter. I'm talking about for one summer, I'm talking about they get hollered at at minimum 500 times. You know what I'm saying? Get hit on minimum 500. So that... Think about it, man. Every time you walk down the street as a man, right? A bunch of women always tell you, oh, whistling at you. Hey, what's up, cutie? Hey, what's up? Man, after about the millionth one, bro, you're gonna it's gonna get to you eventually. Yeah, you're gonna the start saying, yeah. yeah, I'm a, I can get any woman I want in this world. You understand? If it's true or not, right? But like you said, that expiration clock, man. Time, time. so another thing for young fellas, I'll tell them time, bro. Mm. Time is your friend. Don't rush nothing. And I'm saying so how to get your how to get your girlfriend, how to get your girlfriend that's getting too comfortable, let her know that she's that she's that she's being too comfortable. Like just just leave her. You know what I'm saying? Because you have time. So the last thing you want to do as a young man is get yourself caught up. Because if she's getting too comfortable, right? That means there's some type of cohabitation already, right? And what man in his twenties is able to 
cohabitate. You know what I'm saying? That's not what you should be doing so early. So if she's getting too comfortable, that's probably because you're letting her get too comfortable. You know what I'm saying? You don't see your value as a as a young man. So so you just got to remember that time. A, a, a man doesn't become a man in his 20s. There's no millionaires that's made in their 20s. But if you look up millionaires when they're made, very few of them are made in their 20s as a man. Right. So there's a reason for that, because we men are built. We have to build ourselves and our 20s is for building. It's not really for, for hanging around with random women and doing all that funny stuff that we're taught to do, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And thank you, Brother Lou, because we all I can feel I comfortably say we all have a passion for sharing this dating wisdom. So future generations of men don't waste their time chasing women because it's a waste because they'll chase you if you do the right things in life. Right. And to lose great point, our time is finite and it's specific to each of us like DNA. So it wouldn't be wise to give away your energy and your time, your most valuable resource to someone who doesn't appreciate it, takes it for granted, or even worse, is entitled and expects it without minimal return. Mm. Facts. End up in child support court. You end up in divorce court. You end up with a baby mother that's crazy. Mm. And when you see that, that just, that that prolongs your process in life. You understand? You As a young man, you in your 20s, going to court for child support or domestic you get a domestic violence charge because i know a lot of my friends in their 20s i caught that on some dumbness or argument you know what i'm saying that led to a little push you know what i'm saying or something crazy like that or whatever the case may be nothing happened but i know a lot of guys that get jammed up so here you are in your building years you're fighting to survive in those years so by the time you hit 30 now now you're back to doing what you were supposed to be doing in your 20s so you're almost like set yourself back Mm-hmm. A decade when you yeah. you make that wrong choice that early, man, and it's sad yeah. to see, yeah. and it happens to all of us. And it, and and if it didn't happen to you, it almost happened to you, and you just I something agree. luckily got you out of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, happened to man. me. I would say, I would say, don't get too committed too early either. Like you said, your twenties or whatever, like that. Like you know, what I mean, live your life. Go to, you know, your vacations. Explore the world. Build yourself up what you're going to be as, as, as a success and stuff like that. Like, you know, if you want to have a few dates here and there, cool. But I would say don't get committed or, or cohabitate, um, you know, in your early 20s at all, you know, as, as well. I would say, because those are things you're going to regret when you get to your 30s. Like, damn, I didn't do this in the third. I was living with this girl from 21 to 26. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't really do nothing. Then you're 32 now. You're like, dang, man. But it's just like, you're, like you think you're working backwards now. Stuff like that. So. I kind of uh yeah I agree with that wholeheartedly. So, so. We gotta be careful, man. We don't have that. We don't have that support system, man. As men, I know me and Josh spoke about that probably a few months ago, man. We just don't have that support system like women have, and we have to remember that as oh, men, it's all you got, man. When you're going through whatever you're going through, yeah, your boy might be there, but he's not there like her homegirl is there when she's going through something. Mm. And we don't have these support systems to catch us when we fall. So the only thing you got is another man that's going to be able to guide you, your OG almost in your life, to guide you down that path because that advice from another man is the only thing that's going to save you because other than that, you don't, you, don't, you don't have a cushion as a man in America. Absolutely. And as you, you brought up in the beginning of the show is that they're taught to do the opposite. So you're taught to fail. 
preemptively and you won't even know it until it's too late, which is why we, you know, we're here sharing this wisdom here. So thank you gentlemen for that. And the last question that we have is how do I know when a girl is for the streets? <laughs> Go ahead, <laughs> Again, just like, just like your woman is supposed to observe you and learn, you observe her, right? So, so, so I caught, I caught my woman the other day. So I've been with my woman, you know what I'm saying? But, but whatever. But she did something the other day that really made me bust an internal smile, right? So, so she came outside in her, in her, in her, in her house gear, little mumu dress or whatever the case is, and a, and a head wrap. She just came out to really just test the weather. You know how they walk out just to see how the weather is? But I'm outside and I'm watching them. But my neighbor, he always comes check me. So he's coming across the yard and she sees him and she's like, oh no, oh no. And she like wrapped herself up and like, like, dipped, like ducked inside. Like, oh no, 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 no. Like no one's gonna see me like that. You see what I'm saying? And when I saw her do that, I was like, cool, cool. You know what I'm saying? She has a self, she, she's aware. She has that self check mechanism that we hope all our women have. You know what I'm saying? Cause most women would just be standing there like, like remember in uh, Players Club when Homeboy came out the room and uh, what you call it was in the mm -hmm. was in the was in the kitchen with her panties. Mm -hmm. She's like, "Yo, go, why don't you put some clothes on?" It's like, "Who's that?" That's just what you call it. You know what I'm saying? Like, she, she could have easily just stood out there. Like, I'm in the I'm in my property. I'm just, but nah, she wasn't. She wasn't where she needed to be properly for even to for to represent her man in front of another man. So she just did. And I was like, "Yo, that's dope. That's dope." Yeah, I would say like he said, just paying attention, Josh, watching their their um the patterns, their lifestyle, things that they do, um, you know, who they are. You can always tell, you know, um how often I would say they change sex partners, I guess, and stuff like that and whatnot. Like, you know, like they say, man, you got these girls who are posting literally different relationships several times a year let alone you know um over the course of several years and stuff like that so i would say uh you know just, just watching things like that to know if she's um if she's for the streets or not or not so but but what what's the um i always had that definition what is like the definition for like for like the for street? streets is it, is it is it the way she is it the way she act is it the way she dress is it the way she i, I never I thought me my impression for the streets is that she's just a flat out promiscuous woman. But sometimes they be saying something's for the streets or of some mistakes that she might. I, I sometimes it's confusing as to what you would consider for the streets. I mean, I would say it's a combination of everything you just said. Honestly, the way she acts, dresses, and if she's promiscuous and stuff like that. I would say the way she dresses, especially if she's in a relationship, right? So, like you kind of said, with your with your with your woman and the mumu at home. But how about a woman who is wearing revealing stuff at the mall and she got a whole boyfriend and stuff like that? You know what I mean? That woman, you're like, yo, why are you showing the whole mall everything if you got a boyfriend? So, I think things like that would say if she's for the streets, you know, or not. So. Absolutely. Thank you, Miguel and Lou, for that, because thousand percent. Are you kidding me? Thirst trapping, which is essentially attention seeking from an abundance of men. And she doesn't know those men. Number one. Number two, I would say any connection to OnlyFans or being a webcam model or, or a <laughs> right. stripper. Uh, 
again, unless you're into that, but I would say you probably want to leave those for the streets, to be honest. And if she has messed with anyone in your social network, you probably want to. And again, that's not always the case, but we're just we're talking we're playing the uh, the, the statistics here, basically. I, I so let let me let me ask you, um, uh, does her past qualify her for the streets or is her past reformed in some in, in your eyes? Can can she mm. reform her past to me? Oh, go ahead, John. No, you can go. And I, I would say. At a certain, there's going to be a certain point where that answer changes for different gentlemen, right? Because for some gentlemen, if they're in the triple digits, I don't think anything you can do to change. Oh no, past. hell no! Hell Respectfully, no. That, I'm just being realistic because uh, yeah, 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 it's yeah. real, it's real, yeah, it's real. it's real. I would say it depends on how recent past it was. Mm. Okay, you know what I mean? Like I said, if you were a stripper 20 years ago to get through college, and now you're 37. Or whatever, you know what I'm saying, and not whatever. Like, I, I can't hold that against you today, or whatever. But if you was on here OnlyFans last year during the pandemic, like that's something different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So right, right. <laughs> it depends on how recent the past is. Oh, oh true, 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 man. Yeah, man. Well, if that's the case, that man, the streets gonna be overloaded, man. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's just gonna I mean, be it is. Out there. I mean, it is honestly. Yeah, I mean. I, but I, I think the streets are overloaded because it's funny. It's like this weird dynamic. Like women, a lot of women are finding, I guess, easier paths to make money, right? Like OnlyFans or whatever, porno, webcam, whatever you're talking about, right? And 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 they and they get that single mindset about I'm going to keep doing this to make money. However. They on the side still want a man or a boyfriend or a husband and stuff like that, but they're not realizing what this act that they're doing is making them look like to a potential suitor. So it's like they're not thinking about the whole picture, thinking like you're on you know singularly, like I said. So that's why you get more women for the streets. Stuff like that. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, so I another one that I I'll, I'll probably add to the list is if she's in your presence and she's on that cell phone, bro. If you oh. in her presence and you competing with that cell phone, agreed. Forget about it. yeah, man. That's 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 a big one for me. Agreed. Absolutely. That was actually a big one from for uh Tom Likus. So shout out to him for Likus one on one. Because if uh if a young lady, if you're on a date with a young lady and she's glued to her phone, I mean, let's be honest, statistically, she she's probably yeah. she's probably talking to another gentleman, probably the one who's gonna meet her after the date who didn't have to <laughs> Take her out, and they're just probably going to smash and have fun. And you don't know how sexy it is till you meet till you meet a woman with no social media. <laughs> then you're like, "Wow, you bring you back to a time, boy!" Like, damn, this is crazy, crazy. Yeah. Plus, I want the attention. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you with me, you with me. We spend the time. We spend the time together. Like, I don't want to see you glued to this and the third or whatever. You taking hour phone calls from your friend. Nah, man, this is our time. That's how I feel like it. Or whatever. So, yeah. Absolutely. Like, 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 like my girl. She asked me. We had this general conversation about like, if my phone rings, right? Would I answer it or whatever? And I, because I don't normally answer it if my phone rings when I'm with her, because to me, I feel like. 
like whoever that is, I will get back to them later on. But right now, we don't. We watch them. We spend the time together, whatever, like that. So she asked her friends, and her friend was like, "Well, that would make me feel suspicious. Like, why can't I answer the phone?" I said, "Cause y'all got the game fucked up." I said, <laughs> it's not that I'm being sneaky; is that I'm giving you all the attention and whatnot that I'm having, rather than answer. Even if I got to answer it and say, "Yo, I want my girl," I call you, but I'm still taking away from us. And they might be like, "Well, just give me a minute. Give me now." I'm talking, having a whole conversation. Or whatever like that. So to me, that person, if they want something that serious, they will text me, right? And say, yo, I need this in the third or whatever like that. And I expect the same things or whatever like that. Like this is our time together. So that's how I kind of look at it. True. I love it. Absolutely. And there's a there's an aspect of discipline there. So thank you for that, Miguel. Because if you can't, you know, you know, at when you're having those uh quality time, even if that isn't your love language, right? Imagine right. you're constantly with someone one on one, and they're constantly at in, at any given chance at as many notifications as we get on our phones, which is an addiction with dopamine and whatnot. Right? They can't help themselves and answer that notification or answer that prompt or answer that type of stimulation or anything like that. Because I mean, to me, what's like what's the point? Right. I agree, whatever like that. Like you should be able to say, okay, I can get to that. That's what the that's what it'll just sit there. It'll be there for you when you're done. But you should be able to focus on a on one thing and get back to that later. Absolutely. And for the gentlemen who are dealing with this, I would respectfully I would suggest that the next time you guys are engaged in coitus and your phone rings, then you stop what you're doing and you go answer the phone and then come back an hour. <laughs> Right, exactly. I'll pick up that phone and whoever's on the other end say, "Listen, man, I'm not gonna listen. I'm not even gonna be here much longer. You know, it don't look like this is going nowhere anyway." But I'm <laughs> so I'm, I'm gonna call about twenty minutes when I get out of here. So now she got it in her head, like, "Oh shit, I'll leave in twenty minutes." <laughs> I didn't, I didn't even know he was leaving. <laughs> now I know I only got twenty minutes now. All right, now, right, now, right. We're, not gonna, we're not gonna play this game. We're not gonna right. play this game, like. <laughs> Absolutely, and we're gonna call it right there, gentlemen. So thank you for once again for joining us, Lou and Big Mike, for sharing the wisdom with the young fellas out there to help them in their dating situation. Appreciate y'all. All right. Good night, people. All right, man. Good seeing you, Lou. Hey, KG, come on next time, brother. You're still in the audience. Hey, you you got to teach me about that submission thing, man. I can't be out here begging these girls for no submission. Nah, you can't, man. I got you, Lou. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, man. All right, fellas. Sure, they got me. Brainless. AI, 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 AI. And I don't understand it. AI, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. People already eavesdrop if you're out here having dope ass conversations while you're lit it's like why not why not put it into a podcast he makes podcasts he's here outside of the city pick his brain i'ma just be here <laughs> you so silly josh i forgot to laugh wow